Roll and take one. It's always take one because I don't do more than one take. Unless I really screw up. Stills, Nash and Young, the song Ohio, and it was about the uh, Kent State Massacre, as it is known, in the annals of uh, 60s protest folklore. David Crosby and Neil Young wrote that song when, <clears throat> excuse me, now my, my throat decides to get froggy. They wrote that song uh, in the, when they heard the news that the National Guard had uh, shot 13 students at Kent State and killed four. Without going off on that, the reason I chose to start this uh, podcast off with that song is yesterday or the day before, uh, Neil Young, uh, most famous, well, he's, he's most people under the age of 30 don't know who the hell Neil Young is. In fact, most people under the age of 40 probably don't. Neil Young was not popular in my lifetime. Uh, I was born in 1976, six years after that song was written. But Neil Young told Spotify that either he goes or Joe Rogan goes. Neil Young is evidently as delusional as Joe Biden because the last time Neil Young was relevant was May 4th, 1970 when he wrote that song Ohio sometimes called Four Dead in Ohio but the the name of the song is just Ohio technically Uh, this is Big John you're listening to Americana The American Way you can find me on Gab, Twitter, and Getter at the real underscore Big John. You can find me on Parlor, where I've developed a uh, cult following of uh, haters, cup of haters. 
got the real big john all one word and of course podcast apps and rumble americana the american way channel so i just found this funny uh, that Neil Young would, what is he, like in his 80s, tell Spotify, the world's, one of the world's largest uh, music and podcast platforms, either I go or Joe Rogan goes. And the whole controversy with Joe Rogan on Spotify now is... He's been bringing on doctors ever since CNN smeared his name. Pardon me while I guzzle some water. I just got done eating a nice big plate of uh, carrots and chicken. Um, Joe Rogan has been having doctors on, including the doctor who invented the MNRA vaccine technology to discuss the vaccine controversy. Should you get vaccinated or shouldn't you? Uh, What are the effects of the vaccine? Uh, Is it better to just be healthy and if you get COVID to get treatment early? Uh, such as did Joe Rogan. Uh, This is insane. The the way this uh, vaccine uh, controversy, I guess that's the only word for it, is playing out. Now, researchers all over the rest of the Uh, civilized world are saying that the Omicron variant is the endemic that this is knocking out uh, displacing the Delta variant which was uh, very bad Um, now there's an Omicron part 2 that is even weaker than the original Omicron and is giving the same immune system memory responses as the first Omicron. Now, nobody really knows where the, well, we know it originated in South Africa, but we don't know how the variant developed and jumped to humans. The South African government is very offended Uh, and the researchers and scientists because they've been demonized even though they've been extremely transparent in all of their data and all of their research but now in the good old US of A where Big Pharma owns you Pfizer is working on an Omicron vaccine when we don't need an Omicron vaccine because the symptoms are so mild and it boosts your immune system to future COVID variants. Now, 
This is based in studies of tens of thousands of people. The Omicron variant has hit its spike around the world and is coming down. Uh, and it doesn't seem like there are any new variants other than Omicron B coming along. And your immune memory to the virus is very good. But nonetheless, because Joe Rogan is interviewing scientists and doctors that go against the federal government's narrative, wackos like Neil Young, who's not relevant, no one gives a shit about, are coming out of the woodwork to attack Joe Rogan. All he's doing is interviewing people, which are our news networks, our 24-hour news cycle. I guarantee I could turn on PMSNBC, the Clinton News Network, Fox, FAUX News, and they wouldn't be talking about Omicron right now. They wouldn't have a real scientist on there for two hours talking about the science behind the vaccines. But don't worry, Big Pharma in the way of Pfizer, which has advertisements all over television and radio and social media and everywhere, is working on a new vaccine for the Omicron variant so that you don't get the, the sniffles. This is These are literally the, the symptoms, the severity of the Omicron variant. You might get a fever, you might get a sore throat, you might get a runny nose. And then there are some other, you know, variants down the line, or I mean other symptoms down the line that are very insignificant. Now people have been hospitalized for Omicron, people have died, but these are, again, those 85, in the 85% that have four or more comorbidities. So they are people that were sick to begin with, okay? Our government is not pushing good health, not pushing exercise, not pushing supplementation, not pushing vitamins and minerals, which are thousands of years of research and history that show things like zinc, ivermectin, turmeric, uh, ginseng, ginkgo biloba, have good effects in your body when it comes to fighting viruses and things like that. We're not pushing any of that. We're pushing what Big Pharma is paying our politicians to push. But Neil Young, I'm sorry, buddy. Your claim to fame ended when that song stopped being popular. As Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young were still playing their greatest hits from the 60s and early 70s into the 90s and they might be in their 90s by now nobody knows who you are Neil okay uh, no one cares 
And uh, I've heard rumors that Spotify did take his songs off of their platform. They said, you won't permit us to use your songs and we just won't use them because they're not making us the money that Joe Rogan is making us. Or any, hell, I could probably put a song on Spotify right now and get more plays than a Neil Young song. Uh, have you ever heard Neil Young sing? Or what he calls singing? Let me find another Neil Young song that's just Neil Young. And play it for you. Because this guy has a terrible voice. All his songs sound the same. Every, every beat, every chorus is about the same. Let's see here. Try and find him. Neil Young, old man. Like a coin that won't get tossed Rolling home to you But that's what Neil Young sounds like. For those of you who have never had the misfortune of hearing Neil Young sing. Everything rhymes. Pardon me. All the lyrics rhyme. He sings through his nasal cavity. And his beat is the same. That, that was the same beat as Ohio. <laughs> I mean, shit fire. That's the Neil Young, Joe Rogan controversy. <laughs> Neil Young is, is senile enough to think he's relevant enough to think that he can get the largest podcaster that Spotify just gave hundreds of millions of dollars to taken off the platform. End of story. So, Joseph Repulsive Biden is going to get to nominate someone to the Supreme Court. God help us. Um, <clears throat> the conservative talking heads are going ape shit saying Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris. It is not going to be Kamala Harris. Okay. Uh, she has no qualifications. Okay, uh, Supreme Court justices come, whether they're Democrats or Republicans, come from the court system. They are people who have sat on the bench. Okay, uh, there's an article from 
the uh, San Francisco Gate or SF Gate uh, that talks in depth about one potential nominee and names two others. Uh, the first one that they mention is uh, Leandra Kruger, no relation to Freddie, I'm sure. Uh, Biden, suppose he probably doesn't remember, but somewhere along the line, he said that if he gets a Supreme Court nominee, that it will be a black woman. Now, I don't care about the race, the color, the ethnicity, the gender of Supreme Court justices. I care about their constitutionality. Are they going to be constitutional justices? Because that is what the Supreme Court is there for. To decide whether or not laws are in accordance with the United States Constitution, no more, no less. Uh, <clears throat> uh, not just laws, but judgments of lower courts. Did the court rule uh, in accordance with its constitutional duty? Was the person given a fair trial? Uh, those things also. But it all has to come back to that little old constitution. Now, they can set precedents, uh, let's say, you know, like Roe versus Wade, right? That's a big one. Uh, you know, they at some point determine, you know, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, individual freedom guaranteed you in the constitution, gave the woman the right to choose to get an abortion or not, and all 50 states had to follow that ruling. Uh, we can go on and on, you know, Plessy versus Ferguson, you know, separate but equal, uh, you know, and, and I don't believe in any form of segregation. I think everyone should be educated where they want to be. Uh, black, white, everybody together because that gives you gives everyone a different point of view when you interact with people of other uh, social classes economic classes and racial uh, backgrounds <clears throat> but that's neither here nor there let's look at these uh, potential Supreme Court nominees that the legitimate ones that Biden is uh, rumored at this point to be considering. And from what I've read here in the, this article, these are the people he should be considering. Uh, now, they are all black women. Again, I said I don't care about gender or race, but these three ladies would fit that mold that he set forth. He doesn't remember what he said. Let's face it. He don't remember. <clears throat> Let's take a look-see. So, Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer, pardon me, Breyer, will retire at the end of 
this session according to sources. The 83-year-old has been a consistent liberal vote on the court. Now, this is coming from a liberal newspaper in California. <clears throat> now, Joseph Biden will have a chance to nominate his first Supreme Court justice of his presidency. Uh, McGeorge School of Law professor Leslie Jacobs joined uh, joined Sacramento sister station. It's not important. Um, He said one of Biden's top candidates would be California Judge Leandra Kruger. Biden is eyeing at least three judges for the expected vacancy, and each of them would fulfill his campaign pledge to nominate the first black woman to the nation's highest court, according to aides and allies. Now, race is going to be huge. That's all the media is going to talk about in this. The evil, xylophonic, homophobic, sexophobic, racist Republicans are going to try to kibosh the first black woman to the Supreme Court. Now, I don't, like I said, I don't care about race or color. That's our race or sex, gender. Uh, It's irrelevant in this. But this is what liberals want. They they will put qualifications aside to check a box. This is what President Obama did with Sonia Sotomayor. We had to have a Hispanic woman. That it's fine that she's Hispanic and it's fine that she's a woman. Does does she rule based on the Constitution? The other day, she got caught lying in uh, during oral arguments over mandatory vaccines. And she said, you know, we have 83,000 children hospitalized right now the mo- that we've never had that many before. I'm paraphrasing. And she said, most in severe condition on respirators. That was nowhere near the truth. And it had nothing to do with the constitutionality of can the government order parents to have their children vaccinated. Okay. Back to Kruger. Kruger is currently a justice on the California Supreme Court, so that's a qualification. She's a justice on the California Supreme Court. That means that she has uh, made rulings on uh, cases that are being appealed based on the merit of the California Constitution. So that does give her one qualification to be a United States Supreme Court Justice. 
the lady is very well educated. Uh, she is a graduate of Harvard. Very fine. It, not, no, no, it's no Kent State. Let's make this clear. Those Harvard people are pretty smart, but they're not as smart as us Kent State dropouts. I give you Drew Carey, Arsenio Hall, and myself as prime examples of that. But nonetheless, if you graduate from Harvard, you got some, some book smarts. Uh, she also graduated from Yale Law School, another fine educational institution. There's another qualification to put you on the Supreme Court. Good education. Good, good job, Mrs. Kruger, Justice Kruger of California. She has previously been a clerk at the Supreme Court. That's very good. She has some Supreme Court experience. Uh, Kruger has argued a dozen cases before the justices as a lawyer for the federal government. So, of course, having graduated law school, you then have to pass the bar and become a lawyer in order to become any type of judge. Uh, and she was a lawyer for the federal government. Another qualification. So she is a qualified candidate to be on the Supreme Court of the United States. The reason I said Kamala Harris is not qualified is she's never been any kind of a judge. She was a prosecutor, but her prosecu prosecutorial history is not really good. She says she's for justice reform, but yet she kept minorities under lock and key when they could have been paroled, when DNA evidence could have been presented, she suppressed it, and it was DNA evidence that ended up clearing a man that she had convicted, or a man that she helped convict, a man she prosecuted. So, she, she's not even good to minorities. Uh, she does not have a good record of that in California. I talked to a truck driver who was from California, a black man, and he said that some of his black relatives out there didn't like Kamala Harris because as a prosecutor, she uh, kept people in jail when they should have been paroled, used them for cheap labor, and a lot of them were minorities, African Americans, Spanish, such on and so forth. Another potential nominee for Joseph Repulsive Biden, I say repulsive because his middle initials are, and I don't know what the R stands for, so I just made something up one day. Judge, I'm going to butcher this name, Kentaji Ketanji, K E T A N. J.I. Kentage Brown Jackson eyed as potential replacement to Justice Stephen Byer. Let's see what her background is. She is a judge, so that's that ticks one of the qualification boxes. 
Remember, I'm about qualifications, not color or sex or gender, sexual orientation. Spuds McKenzie, I don't know. So, and Stephen Byer, old codger, getting ready to retire. Jackson, whom President Biden nominated to replace Merrick Garland on the high-profile D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. Oh, we got breaking news playing in the background. Shut up, breaking news. Okay, Jackson, whom Biden, Biden has already nominated her to one uh, judicial post. So I don't think he'd be likely to jump her from one judiciary appointment to the next, but you never know. Uh, anyways, uh, he nominated her to replace Merrick Garland on the high-profile D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. <clears throat> so, let's see here. Uh, she is a Harvard Law graduate, good education, ticks another one of my qualification boxes. Uh, she served as a clerk to Justice Breyer from 1999 to 2000. Very good. So she has some Supreme Court experience as a clerk. Uh, she interviewed with former President Barack Obama for the uh, Justice Anton, uh, Anton Scalia's vacancy in 2016. Very good. Uh, I don't know why Obama didn't pick her, but uh, he picked Merrick Garland instead. And then the Republicans didn't uh, vote on Garland. The Republican-controlled Senate, pardon me, didn't vote on Merrick Garland. Okay, so uh, after the Supreme or after the Supreme Court. The D.C. Court of Appeals is the most important federal court in the country with jurisdiction over cases involving Congress and the executive branch agencies. So that's, that's very high profile there. That's a good qualification to have. Uh, again, it repeats here in this, in this ABC News article, Biden, who has promised he would appoint the first African-American woman to the Supreme Court because the court should look like the country. What does this country look like? This country has people of every ethnicity, race, uh, whatever you want to call it, sexual orientation, religion. We couldn't possibly represent every faction of Americana on the Supreme Court. Justices should be constitutional in their judgments. We will find out with time if this lady is a constitutional justice. Um, this article goes on to say other top contenders include Judge uh, Leonard 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 <laughs> Leandra Kruger, I'm butchering names today, as I always do. Leandra Kruger, which I just talked about. Uh, Leslie Abrams Gardner, 
uh, of the U.S. Court of Georgia and Judge J. Michelle Childs of the U.S. District Court of South Carolina. Uh, this J. Michelle Childs, thank goodness she has an easy name for me to pronounce. Uh, she was the third one that comes up in my top top three when I looked this up. So let's look at her qualifications. So far, all these ladies are qualified to be on the Supreme Court. They tick all the qualification boxes. But again, I mind you, liberals aren't concerned about qualifications. They're concerned about ticking political correctness boxes. Oh well. Scroll down, computer, scroll down. Okay. So out of Columbia, South Carolina, President Biden is now tasked with filling the position. South Carolina Judge J. Michelle Childs is being considered as a potential candidate. Now, uh, these people will be vetted heavily, I hope, for skeletons in their closets that uh, the media may dig up. Obviously, quotes, opinions, lectures uh, that they have given, papers they have written, uh, opinions that they have written in their judicial roles will all be scrutinized by uh, the Senate, mostly the Republican Senate. The Democrats are obviously just going to sit back and give uh, whoever... He put whoever Joseph Biden puts out there uh, a rubber stamp. But let's see here. Uh, again, it brings up Biden's pledge to fill the position with the historic naming of the court's first black woman. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, so, okay, Childs earned her Juris Doctorate or her Juris Doctor from University of South Carolina in 1991 and was nominated to fill a seat on the D.C. Uh, Court of Appeals in December. Childs has served as a U.S. District Court Judge for South Carolina since 2010. Previously, she served as a State Trial Court Judge on the South Carolina Circuit Court from 2006 to 2010. So she seems to be the least qualified, in my humble opinion. She's got the, uh, let's see here. She doesn't have any appeals court experience. Does not say that she has any uh, Supreme Court experience. See if we can find a better article than a local South Carolina newspaper, though. Wikipedia certainly will not. So, okay. On December 22nd, 2009, 
Obama nominated her to serve on the state district in South Carolina. We already said that. Uh, she was born in Detroit, earned a Bachelor of Arts degree in 88 from the University of South Florida. A, a decent mid-major university, but not Harvard or Yale-ish. Uh, Juris Doctor from the University of South Carolina Law School, which is a good law school, but it's not Yale. Um, also 91, she earned a Master's of Arts degree. That doesn't really apply to the judiciary. Uh, House, the House Majority Whip, James Clyburn, Democrat, South Carolina, predicted Wednesday that J. Michelle Childs would get GOP votes. So if they're looking to appease the uh, Guggenheimer, Mitch McConnell branch of the Senate, uh, this Childs would uh, get Republican votes. Uh, this uh, Congressman Representative Clayburn says, Clyburn, pardon me. Let's see why he says that. Let's dig a little deeper into J. Michelle Childs here. Why would she get Republican votes? Come on, cooperate, computer. Okay, here we go. Scroll, scroll, scroll. All right, House Majority Whip uh, James Clyburn, Democrat, South Carolina, predicted Wednesday that potential Supreme Court J. Michelle Childs would get GOP support in the Senate if President Biden taps her to fill Justice Breyer's seat. Why? Clyburn told Clyburn, pardon me, I keep throwing an extra letter in his last name told Clinton News Network on Wednesday several Republicans would support Childs if she gets the nod from Biden, specifically naming South Carolina Senators Lindsey Graham and Tim Scott. Of course, they would want somebody from their home state on the Supreme Court. Uh, I want us to make sure that it is a black woman. I want to make sure that it's a woman that will get universal support. When I say universal, I mean bipartisan. And I suspect that whoever Biden nominates will be uh, ridiculed, uh, will be scrutinized heavily by Republicans. But I think the majority of Republicans will go along with whoever he nominates. Uh, all three of the ladies I just read seem to have some judiciary. They have judici They do have judiciary experience. I shouldn't say some. Uh, two of them have some Supreme Court experience, and two of them have appellate court super uh, experience, which is what the Supreme Court is. It is the ultimate court of appeals in the United States. So. I'm not happy with saying it has to be a black woman, but I don't have a problem with that either. Um, 
as long as they are constitutional. And that's what we're going to learn as this process moves forward is are they people that want to legislate from the bench? Are they people that uh, want to bring personal feelings and opinions into the court versus looking at it through the, the lens of the Constitution? And also, you know, other legal precedent uh, when the Constitution is not specific and also setting legal precedent when the Constitution is not specific. But mainly the Supreme Court is there to judge in accordance, does this policy, law, and lower court ruling uh, go along with the Constitution? Did this person get a fair trial in accordance with the Constitution and the laws? And those kind of things. So, There we have it. Three qualified ladies that could be the first black woman on the Supreme Court. God bless America. Hey, I was happy to have the first black president in my lifetime. I didn't agree with a lot of things President Obama said, but I didn't care that he was black. I just didn't agree with some of the policy. Just as I do not agree with uh, Joseph Biden on a lot of policy, and he's whiter than I am. Uh, So, good luck to whoever the nominees are. Um, I hope they get a fair hearing in the Senate, unlike the hearings that uh, Brett Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett received. Uh, Amy Coney Barrett wiped up the floor with the Democrats in the Senate. Um, Brett Kavanaugh cried up the floor. <laughs> uh, but in the end, they they got their nod onto the Supreme Court. And I will welcome whoever's there. And I hope whoever the uh, woman is that gets the job, I hope she offends both parties. I hope both political sides of the aisle, both right wing and left wing, disagree with her, because that means she's calling it down the middle, and that means she's doing the right thing, so there, there we goes, we will have our first African American woman on the United States Supreme Court, probably, I would guess by the end of 2022 at the latest, it will not be Kamala Harris. Okay. Good. As I always say, remember to pray for each other. God bless you all. Have a splendid rest of your day, night, whatever time you're watching this.